Welcome to the Moms for Wellness podcast on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV. This is a podcast for moms who are passionate about being healthy and leading their kids to do the same. Welcome back, Mama. Well, it is December, and you know what December means. Christmas is coming. The holidays are coming. Hanukkah is coming. Lots of celebration, lots of parties, lots of eating all kinds of treats, lots of baking all kinds of treats. So today, we are going to talk about 11 ways to sneak healthy ingredients into your holiday treats. All right? So here we go. Number one, we are going to talk about oil substitutes. So an oil substitute, so a lot of recipes is very typical to use vegetable oil or canola oil, and you don't wanna be using those at all. One option is to use grapeseed oil instead. Um, so, and just swap out the kind of oil that you're using. So that's one option. Another option is to swap out the oil altogether and use applesauce instead. So swapping in applesauce instead of the oil gives you, and this is great to use in baking. Um, so this is a great option in baking and you can, you can cross-reference, you can check different, um, uh, recipes that you have and see if this would work out well just try them and see how it works but that's a really great option to be able to um, make it a healthier thing and just swap out the oil altogether. so that is number one number two is for your recipes that call for peanut butter use natural peanut butter for reduced fat peanut butter okay so while those reduced fat ones may appear better than traditional skippy or jiff and all the things on the shelf reduced fat versions actually can have more sugar and an extra long list of artificial additives than the classics do okay we don't want that we do not want that at all so natural peanut butter preferably unsalted provides the same sweetness without all the extra junk okay and while we're at it if you can get the organic natural peanut butter that would be even better and honestly a step better than that is just do almond butter instead of the peanut butter um, but I know there's a differential in the taste and peanut butter pie is not the same as almond butter pie right so at least go for the natural peanut butter um, would be a much better option when you're making things with peanut butter for your treats and your baked goods okay all right number three this is an interesting one and I'm curious if any of you have done this or know about this one but you can swap prunes for butter okay so this is a really interesting one so this is great for in brownies or in other dark baked goods prune puree makes for a perfect butter substitute while cutting more than half the calories and fat isn't that amazing that's crazy so what you do is you combine three quarters cup of prunes 
with one quarter cup of boiling water. Okay, so that's three quarter cup of prunes and one quarter cup of boiling water. And you puree them um, to combine them, puree them, and then you sub in equal amounts in most dark baked good recipes. Okay, so obviously try it out, see how it works for you. Um, make sure it's dark because obviously the prunes are dark. So you like, you know, you know, cheesecake might not work as well. Um, so um, unless it's like a chocolate swirl, I don't know. Be creative. I would love to see what you come up with or what you have used it for. Um, definitely let me know. But I think that's a really, really interesting one, a really great one that maybe you didn't know about. All right, number four. Okay, number four is actually my favorite one to share with you. And it's my favorite one, period here. Maybe I should have left this for the last one, but it's number four nonetheless. So the cacao nibs for chocolate chips. All right, so newsflash, those chocolate chips actually start out as cacao nibs. So what they are, are they're the roasted bits of the cocoa beans, and then they get ground up and turned into chocolate. So when you're opting for these unprocessed, or at least they're less processed uh, morsels, they cuts into the additives and the added sugars in chocolate, while also delving out a healthy dose of antioxidants. So we know that like, especially dark chocolate um, gets a lot of good press and it's like, it's really good for you. It's really healthy. It has antioxidants. Well, this is where it all starts. This is before the additives. This is before the sugar. This is before all of that. So getting the cacao nibs. Um, so you can get the nibs. You can also get it in powder form as well. I love to add these into a lot of different things. You can swap them out for the chocolate chips. I like to put them in my protein shakes as well. Um, you can use them for pretty toppings and things. Um, so get really creative with these. Um, but these are in, you can get them everywhere. You can get them in your grocery store. They're there. Um, so definitely check it out. That's one of my favorite substitutions and you can feel really good about having your chocolate. Okay, so that's number four. Number five is using flax meal for eggs. So you're creating your own version of an egg. So this is interesting. This is actually, um, this is an old vegan trick. And so I discovered this when I had to go dairy free and I had no idea what the heck I was doing. And I'm looking for recipes and trying to figure things out. And then I finally figured out like, oh, dairy free. I look for vegan recipes because that means it's going to be dairy free. So that was like my go-to. And then looking at vegan recipes, I discovered this whole flax meal for egg. I'm like, what the heck? That is so interesting. And so it's, it's a really great option to be able to just swap out eggs so you're not having as many eggs just another option it gives good fiber so what you do is you mix one tablespoon of ground flax seeds um, aka flax meal is what it's called when flax seeds are ground up and so you mix that one tablespoon with three tablespoons of warm water and you whisk with a fork to combine them. And then you let it sit in the fridge for five to 10 minutes before subbing it for one egg in any baked recipe. Voila, you've got yourself an egg. So that's a really good option to kind of mix things up and have a healthier option. Then the next one, number six, is staying with the same theme of an egg substitute. There's another kind of egg substitute, and this one is chia. So using chia seeds for eggs. So let me tell you, so we were just talking about the cacao nibs and the superfood that they are. Well, I don't even know if I mentioned that, but they are a superfood. So chia seeds, oh my goodness, chia seeds are a 
powerhouse superfood, okay? So no matter what you do with them. So you're adding really, really good health when you do a chia seed egg. And so um, it definitely bumps up the fiber in your food and they can, so it's very similar to doing the, the flax meal eggs. So they can replace an egg by mixing one tablespoon of the chia seeds with three tablespoons of water and then letting them thicken for 15 minutes. So let them sit and um, do that. This is also, side note, this is a, a really great thickener to use in lots of different things, but in making things like puddings and anything like that that needs to kind of thicken up, chia seeds is a really great thing to use. So that's number six, using chia seeds for eggs. All right, number seven for our sneaky substitutes that we can put in to make some of our holiday treats healthier is using plain Greek yogurt for sour cream. Okay, so Greek yogurt is higher in protein and lower in fat than other dairy products. And it can be used in place of sour cream or even oil. So this is another option for an oil substitute as well. So it's not always a one-to-one -one ratio. So you could try replacing half and do some experimenting with different recipes. So just definitely be flexible with this one, kind of play around with this one a little bit, but know that that is an option using the plain Greek yogurt for your sour cream. All right, so that's number seven. Number eight might be a little bit shocking if you haven't heard of this one, but this one is using black beans for flour. Hmm, that's an interesting flour substitute, right? So beans in brownies might sound bizarre to you. I know my kids think it's bizarre, but don't knock them till you try them. So pureed black beans add a hint of protein or add a hit of protein and fiber okay so it adds so much goodness to your brownie and then they can be used instead of white flour in brownie recipes so again kind of like using the prunes for butter make sure it's in a brownie recipe is the most typical place that black beans are used for flour so go ahead and use one cup for one cup and swap it out and see how your brownies come out i have done this i have done this and people don't even know um my kids say that they can tell the difference, but they can't. They don't know. Um, I'm sure they're going to listen to this and be like, ah, yeah, we can. So, but I, that is, um, I would love to hear your feedback. Do this, make brownies with black beans and don't tell anyone that you're doing it and see if they even notice anything different because they come out really fudgy, really, really good, really, really good. So I would love to hear about and see pictures of your experiments with black beans for flour. All right, so that's number eight. Number nine is using bananas for butter, or you can sub it out for oil, or, or butter oil is basically choosing the same thing, or you can also use bananas for sugar as well, because bananas have high sugar content and are very sweet. So there's no need to reach for sugar when fruit provides that natural nutrient-rich sweetness all on its own, right? So mashed bananas have an ideal consistency to be used in place of butter and oil, and their natural sweet flavor makes them a good swap for sugar too. So bananas are a good source of vitamin B6 and potassium and are best used in recipes for things like cookies and brownies and uh, pancakes and muffins, all right? So those are some good options to swap out um, 
bananas in for butter and oil and sugar too. All right, that's bananas. Number 10 is swapping out our sugar. And there's a lot of different options I'm gonna share with you. The first one, the main one um, that I wanna share with you is honey. Using honey instead of sugar, okay? So it's really tough to avoid all forms of sugar. And I know we're specifically talking about the holidays and uh, specific holiday treats. And so there's all kinds of different uh, treats. So honey might be the best in some things and not as great in others. Um, but switching to more nutrient dense options like honey can help ensure that you're not stuffing your face with just totally empty calories, okay? Because honey is rich in vitamins and minerals and has an anti-inflammatory effect on your body. And what's more, honey doesn't send your blood sugar levels in a tailspin the way that white sugar does. So you'll experience less wacky cravings and shifts in energy levels, okay? And we know that's so common with sugar and we're loading up more on sugar during the holidays. And so then that means our emotions and our cravings can be like wacky and all over the place. So we don't want that to happen. So using honey for sugar is a really great option to swap out. I also want to give you um, a list of a couple other options that you could consider swapping out for your sugar to up the health benefits of the goodies that you're making. The first one I want to share with you is monk fruit. And if you're not familiar with monk fruit, get familiar with it. Um, this is a great substitute for sugar. It looks just like sugar. You can get it in containers in the grocery store or like bags in the grocery store. Um, it's definitely readily available. Stevia is another option straight from the plant. These are all plant-based things. Palm sugar um, is another option. Coconut sugar is another option. Maple syrup. And the last one is medjool dates. So kind of like we used prunes before for butter, using dates for sugar is a really great option. And there's a ton of different recipes that specifically use dates as the sweetener. And so you're not really subbing out anything, you're just you know, following that recipe. So that's an option too. You can just look up recipes that use these things in them um, and then just have some of them and then see how you could doctor and change the recipes that you're currently using and see what you can swap out for. So all of these are great options, great substitutes for sugar in your baking. So have them on hand, get some of them and just try them out in your next recipe and see how it works and kind of figure it out and play with it and jot it down on your recipe card and just, you know, figure out what works best for that recipe for each recipe. And little by little, you can change some of these recipes to just have them be a little bit healthier. All right, and then our last one, our last substitute, number 11, are our flour substitutes. And I have quite a few different flour substitutes to offer you. Uh, the first one is oat flour. So using oat flour for flour, for regular white enriched flour, okay? So whether you're mixing them into cookies or baking them into muffins, Oats are a hearty and healthy addition to your sweets. So oats are high in fiber and packed with essential nutrients, which all work together to help lower cholesterol, 
stabilize blood sugar and promote weight loss, okay? And you really can't buy too many oats either, so use your extra oats to whip up some delicious overnight oats. There's a lot of different options with oats. Um, so, and I will say if you are looking, or you're being specifically gluten-free, then just make sure your oats are certified gluten-free. So make sure about that if you are making sure to avoid gluten. But, <clears throat> But regardless, oats, oat flour is just a much better option um, than using wheat flour. So that's a great option. Another flour substitute are the nut flours. So nut flours, so there's so many di different options, right, that we were saying when it comes to baking flour. So nut flours can be one of the best options for you. They're gluten-free, which we are just talking about that. They're lower in carbs and higher in protein than white flour. And one cup of flour can be substituted for one quarter nut flour and three quarters cup of wheat flour or one cup of nut flour and half a teaspoon of rising agent in recipes for cookies, sweetbreads, and cakes. So just check that out. Just know that this is an option. You can look into the specifics of the specific recipe you're using. Um, but just knowing that nut flours are an option. Um, I use almond flour the most. Um, almond flour is very prevalent and um, it is coarser. It is kind of thicker chunks, bigger, um, not as fine. Oat flour tends to be very, very fine. Um, so definitely have different options and different mixtures. And then the third one, the third, the last nut, or not nut flour, but the last flour substitute that I want to share with you is coconut flour. Now, coconut flour is made from dried ground coconut meat, and it is gluten-free as well. It's a gluten-free alternative to wheat-based flour. So adding coconut flour into the mix will not only lower the total carbohydrate count, but it will also boost the fiber count as well, making your sweets a bit more satisfying. So you can see how all of these different options um, can present healthier treats um, that you are making. So just about the flour substitutes in general, we have the oat flour, we have the nut flours, we have the coconut flour. So all of those give really good options. And I will say when you're subbing out different flours, it might take, especially if it's a recipe that you're currently using, um, it might take some kind of figuring out and practicing and playing with it because they do have different textures and uh, sometimes using a combination of the different flours is the way to go. And so just trying to kind of figure those things out and play with that a little bit and be patient with it. But I definitely want you to know that these are options that you can use and try to start incorporating. So I hope those were helpful. 11 different ways that you can sneak in some healthier options, some healthier swaps for you as you are baking, as you are creating and making all of your sweet treats for the holidays coming up. And I would love to see your pictures. Show me your pictures of what you are making, your Christmas treats, your Hanukkah treats, your just whatever special holidays that you are celebrating. I would love to see your treats that you're making. So show me your substitutions, the things that you're doing. If you have different ones than the ones that I mentioned that you think are worthy of an honorable mention, let me know. DM me, tag me on a picture on Instagram. Um, I'm on Instagram at Jenny Hardy. That's J-E-N-N-I-E-H-A-R-D-Y. So I can't wait to see what you are baking. And I will um, also, I will end with, I will send you my recipe for my almond balls. 
Um, they're delish and they are made with actually almond butter. They are dairy free. They're um, made with the allergen free chocolate. They're so good. They're so, so good. So I will put a link uh, down below this episode that um, if you're interested, um, you can ask for that. I'll send you my recipe for those. And I can't wait to see your creations and all the fun things that you are making. And let's make these holidays healthy. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or joining me on the Moms for Wellness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Moms for Wellness podcast and leave a five-star rating or review. It really is helpful and we would be so grateful. I'm Jenny. Have a good one.